I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fang claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. It's St. Patrick's Day. Blarney. It's So you know what that means. It's the first day of the Grand Sumo Tournament. So we're going to root for all our battle boys. <laughs> it really is too, by the way. I was watching that this morning. Oh, um, of course you are. Yeah, which I will is go into. Uh, oh, it's next week. It's it's the end of this week. It's Friday. Okay. Oh, St. Patrick's. That's oh, that's just yeah. when they're doing the, the parade and stuff around here. Um, something I want to talk about because it was epic, but I'll make brief because it's boring, is an office prank <laughs> that I did. So it's first off, like, we deal with a lot of, like, people who you have to be very professional with customer wise. I don't and know what you're talking about. Two weeks ago, um, so, uh, we have a coworker, an engineer whose last name sounds kind of like Mark Wahlberg's last name. So people mm-hmm. call him Narc Wahlberg because he also looks like a cop. Um, Narc. So so two weeks ago, I made an offhand comment to, to another guy that knows him. It'd be funny if you changed his uh, email signature so that his last name was uh, Wallabergsky. And because that, that's something you might not notice. And then what I did Friday is I modified, I, I took from my inbox and modified an existing email signature and took a screenshot and sent it to that individual and said, Hey, I did okay. this Tuesday. So now this person thinks for a week that he's been sending emails to, um, like, you know, clients with that. Um, as his email signature and he bought it because I planted that, that there's a, it took me a month to get to the point to send that picture. So, cause I let it like stew and that's the convincer. Oh my God. God damn it. Brandon. So he believed it. <laughs> and then I went to this person who we were joking about changing their email signature to. And I was like, Hey, listen, I did. Here's a thing I did. This person bought it. So here's a gift I'm giving to you. You can now do whatever you want with this knowledge. You could like just start talking about different customers you've been emailing. And so he starts walking around t- and talking and it's with the rescue squad is out of right work. So, so um, mm-hmm. he was laughing so hard and trying not to laugh that an EMT ran over to his desk because he thought he was crying because it was the like, I have to hold it in kind of, it was fantastic and Wait, I could al- why did why did the emt run over if he because he was crying yeah well it sounded like if you looked over he was facing his hands huddled over his desk and trying to hold in the laughter because he okay. believed he was emailing like major like government contractors with like ah uh, okay so okay. you just heard because <laughs> <laughs> it was the kind of like when he he has to hold it in <laughs> it was that and then so <gasps> that then the guy who I told that said, here, here's this information as a gift. And so he was like, so I, he said, I emailed such and such at such company. And then I knew everyone that, um, this guy had shared that information with because they all mm-hmm. stood up from their desks and made like wide eyed faces. Like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, you d-. So anyway, that's the end of the story. It's, uh, it's 
office prank, so I'll keep it brief. God damn it. <laughs> I, I I feel like I, I don't have any good office prank stories. IBM was just sadness. That's yeah, office stuff be sad. I did go to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time in my life, and I can't wait to never do that again. You've uh, you've never been to Chuck E. Cheese before? No. No, and I thought they had like robot bands. They used to. The Charles Entertainment Cheese did at one point have robot bands. Now it's just like a big screen and they show videos. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's basically Kids Bop, but doing Chuck E. Cheese songs. Awful. So it's here's my question for Horrifying. You. Yeah. Uh, did you go to uh, the one in, in Poughkeepsie? That one, yes. Okay, okay. Cool, it's- cool. Oh, God, I don't, I can't. That's that's uh, the first and last time I'm ever doing anything like that. My my favorite, like, my favorite thing to say back in grad school was like, uh-huh. we legally can't go into Chuck E. Cheese or something along those lines. Because it's because uh, one of our one of the people would joke about going to Chuck E. Cheese, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, no, no, we fucking can't. It that <laughs> fucking a bunch of dudes in their 20s walking into Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's no. right. I, I had with a baby no child. With me. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it with no kid. If you don't have a kid and you walk into Chuck E. Cheese, you are a sus human being. It's full stop. Even if you go in with a kid, like that was basically if you customized a hell specifically for me, that's that's what my daughter had a blast so that's the good part it was adorable but just i it it's what i don't know what the heat was on it's hot it's just so hot and then you're like oh god like i have to avoid everybody and then you look at the 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 the, the, where the servers are Mm -hmm. there's beer on the menu so then you go up and you're like i need beer because i can't be even if i'm not interacting with or near them this is just too many kids for me to like observe and it turns out they don't have their liquor license. What? So they have beer on the menu, but they can't sell it to you. Well, I think that might be a problem with that particular Chuck E. Cheese. Cause, so it, 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 it is specific to that one. That was that was like a part of its original design, if my memory is correct. So uh, Borland, the dude who's responsible for the Atari 2600, right? Uh, Borland. Yes. Uh, oh shit! I forgot Chuck this e. connection. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about and that. The original Chuck E. Cheese had like a room for parents to go into. Yeah. And like they could watch sports and uh, drink alcohol and stuff like that because that was like that was the 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 like whole appeal of I it. I wish. That's what it was. Like, there's a room where you can just hang out and a room where you can just, like, let your kid wreak havoc, not at home, and then just go home and they take a nap. That sounds amazing. That's not what this is. At no, it's no, Chuck E. Cheese, all, for my memory, it's supposed is to be. It's supposed to be separated into, like, one side for big kids and one side for little kids, but it's just fucking chaos. It's If my memory is correct, so... Is is that that Chuck E. Cheese still laid out the same way? There's like a death corridor where like you have to walk down to get to talk to a, a person who like you pay money or they take you somewhere because it's to keep the children from running away, right? So they have this corridor 
that's like a good solid 15 feet to the door just so if they get any runners they can catch them yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's 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 like plexiglass like a 15 foot long just hallway straight down the center of like waist high plexiglass that goes to like a lady okay. at a booth with like locked plexiglass mm-hmm. doors and it's okay, basically yeah, if yeah. you need if you if you were designing if you're playing a tower defense game it's like the perfect to just mow everyone it's down it's like the thing. kill the kill point like the choke point yeah so so you walk your kid down the kill the murder hallway and then um you go in they like stamp your hand with a number with ultraviolet ink which yeah it's for you and I your kid think- so you can like oh is it for you and your kid i thought it was like they had like fire code violations or something and they had to like start <laughs> no it's like it's like a it's like a, a match you up system right so like, like an anti-kidnapping now that you say that that makes yeah. sense and i appreciate it yeah no it's it <laughs> it makes sense it's not dumb like what they did is not stupid they but also it's hilarious in hindsight yeah it's oh god they had it's, a really cool uh, Star Wars arcade cabinet there for a while. I don't know if it's still there. We stayed on, like, the little kid's side, so she played, like, yeah. a SpongeBob arcade machine where you, like, a button lights up, you hit the button, and then you, like, punch Squidward in the face. Oh, no. So she did that. Poor Squidward. Is the, they had a big old floor mat. Squidward, where uh, it's an LED light-up floor mat like the dance floor and like Chuck E. Cheese heads float around on it. And if you step on them, they run away from you. So it was mostly just her oh. just running and stomping on a mouse for like an hour. Okay. So, so that's, that's a hundred percent designed just to wear kids down. There, she had fun. Oh no. Oh no. Technical oh. issues. But this time we didn't lose an episode, so I'll call that a win-win. Yeah, no, that's um, fair. That's fair. Yeah, let's 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 with, keep that. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, welcome to Cryptopedia, an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind. Where each week we will take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling tales of monsters, folklore, the paranormal, and that thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John, and it's the animatronic Chuck E. Cheese from the '90s that lives under your bed. So have fun with that. It is. It's. I think you can still find those in like scrapyards and stuff. Um, today we're going to cover the Falkville Metal Man. Um, I have several sources, including a hard copy of the 1974 book Beyond Earth: Man's Contact with UFOs, because I couldn't find a copy online, uh, as well as some news articles. Uh, for this particular case, the authors are drawing from newspapers at the time. Uh, as well as people who are interviewed locals and passed the information on to Ralph and Judy Bloom, who were the the authors of aforementioned book. Okay. So beyond Earth yeah. Man's contact with UFOs. Yes. Okay. Um, so our case takes place in Falkville, Alabama, about 24 miles south of Huntsville, um, in the northern quarter of the state. Um, in 1970, uh, if I read the census correctly... 
at the time had a population of 946 people. Jesus so we're Christ. talking about some some small town shenanigans. That's 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 small town to a new level. To be totally honest, that, yeah, like it's it occupies a large portion of the map, so I imagine it's pretty spread out. Is um, is that like white? That whole white like thing that or is that like the county or the district because if it, that was the whole thing that would be hilarious that i i'm assuming this episode a long time i'm ago. assuming that's the, that's district. the county i believe yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but that's 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 the area we're talking that about. would be hilarious uh, if that was the whole like town if that's all of falkville that would be wild. we don't go to falkville um <laughs> uh, the night of the event was Wednesday, October 17th at, uh, on 1973. Uh, historical weather data shows that the high of the day was 70 degrees Fahrenheit and the low was 41.9 degrees Fahrenheit, measured two meters from the ground. Now, that's a very, um, that's a very specific metric. Was that in the book or did you just like look that up? I looked that up. So okay. this is a UFO-y thing. Yeah. And whenever people describe like the, the time, the people are going to talk about the day when it happened so to make sure or to compare their descriptions of the day mm-hmm. to to see how accurate it was yeah um airports publish very specific weather data so that is uh historical weather data that was recorded by the nearest airport during the exact time that the events happened interesting okay so yeah, that that's I think I have a couple episodes in the in the pipeline where like people spoke about weather or the day or whether it was cloudy. So I, I like took the historical data from the airport to be able to compare their story to see if they're like fluffing it a bit or forgetting or forgetting. Like like because yeah. we can't we can't forget that like a lot of people saying things wrong isn't even malice. It's just the human brain doesn't work good. Brain don't work good. Brain work for survive. Mm-hmm. Brain don't work for anything else. Yeah, and and if you have anxiety, your brain works too well for survival. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna survive so hard. I'm gonna make it hard for you to do things. Well, it's it's just because it's hard for you to do things in modern society. Your your brain is great for like get me the fuck away from that tiger. <laughs> There's, you know, that's fair. I have. None of my family members have been attacked by a tiger, mm-hmm. so I presume that their brains are working perfectly. Yep, that's well, that's that's as designed. Well, not designed, but you know. The event occurred around 10 p.m. The weather data showing it was mostly cloudy, but cleared up by 10:30 to clear skies. The moon was a waning gibbous, uh, the first phase of a full moon, and this data is taken from the uh, Decatur Airport. 20 miles north of Falkville. That's that's um, actually pretty close if we're talking like middle of nowhere statistics and like distances. Like that's that's actually like really close in terms of like weather data and stuff along those lines. Yeah, which is why I included it was close enough where like you could trust that data would influence that area. Yeah. Um I've got another one um south of the equator where the nearest airport was actually pretty far away so i wasn't able to uh really rely on that weather data as significantly as we could rely on this yeah, yeah. um but also weatherspark.com thank you that 
lots of historical weather data if you need that for some reason. I I want to. Uh, there's a part of me that wants to like interview a bunch of people or like do a poll. Like, how far do you think 20 oh. miles is? Right. Like in terms of like, yeah, is that a long distance to travel? Is that blah 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 blah? Like, because everything you'll know so much about the people who you're talking to by asking that yeah, question. Yeah. Um, so Falkville appears to be a, uh, a rural country town, uh, from pictures I see online, almost like there could be a shootout at high noon in some of the pictures. And I, I included a picture here. Yeah, that's, I, I see. So if I'm looking at this picture correctly, I see a train track in front of a bunch of like square kind of boring looking buildings. Um, yeah, it's a train track in what looks like a bunch of colorized saloons yeah pretty much it looks like it it looks like they only have one industry in falkville and that is alcohol (laughs) yeah that's um probable i mean uh i mean i know enough about like rural america and like all of that that like alcohol is pretty much the main hobby of most places it looks actually you no know, thinking about it it looks like north front street so it looks like oh yeah like a city block but there's only one side of the street and the other side is just a train track and then countryside it, it looks like it looks like someone took a piece of like a city downtown and then just found a, a like empty field in the middle of nowhere plopped it down and made a road to it yeah 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 exactly um and I'm writing this before reading the articles about this event uh, in order to give both you and the cared listener and myself uh, context for the weather during the event. Uh, given that this is a UFO, I expect there's a high potential for reports of the craft in the skies, at least, um, and the the sighting of the creature. And this is something I'm going to continue to do for UFO stuff is I'm going to include historical weather data. Um before mm-hmm. reading anything about it, just so we have context yeah. um, prior to getting into it. No, that's fair. Uh, the, fir- the first article uh, I present is titled, Falkville Chief Says Howdy <laughs> to Spaceman from Birmingham News, uh, published October 17th, 1973, and is from the 1974 book that I purchased. What? So this is all, <laughs> the book came out right after the event, so this is all very close. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Why, why... It's 74. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me throw myself back in time. It's 74. Lead still in in the air. Um yep. right. Uh 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 there's just a, a serial killer epidemic that's like sweeping the nation. Um what else? What else? Uh really really like disgusting looking colors for everything. Okay, okay. Okay, let's see. I Why just googled howdy? what happened in 1973. Uh, Vietnam things. Yep, yep. Uh, the OPEC oil embargo, Roe versus we, uh, Wade, the Alaska oil pipeline, wounded knee, USA Sears. Started. Actually, there was a lot going on in 1973. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> there was. This is, a, and also aliens, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Um, uh, just, just to add a little bit of fuel to the fire, so to speak. Oh, yeah, did, yeah. did Billy um, Joel start the fire yet? Or is that an 80s song? It's Billy Joel. It's Billy. It's uh, just Billy Joel. 
That's it. That's 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 this the Billy Joel descending Billy. He's the one. He's the one who on crashed a butt, right? If my memory is correct, is like a car. Yeah, it didn't was it, was it Billy Joel who crashed a bunch? The Piano Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Piano Man was Elton John. Well, who, by the way, just d- declined to perform at the uh, the the King's inauguration or whatever. So, uh, hell yeah, Elton John. Well, I mean, Elton Elton John is kind of like. Uh, Uncle uh, wow Uncle, Uncle John. John no that's me no but uh the the Elton John is is like kind of a legend a little bit he's a legend and I, I love so there's videos when you tour a lot you bring you don't use like the sound people at the theater you have your own people that travel with mm-hmm. you for like years and years so you know them so there's videos online of like Elton John having an audio issue and just like losing his shit on just some guy but they've known each other forever so that's just how they he gets with them but there's like Elton John in like the middle of like the biggest theater you could imagine like stopping Piano Man and being like Jesus Christ Bill (laughs) he's like I need more monitor it's the best amazing um Um, oh god so so uh Piano Man uh, is the song f- that Billy Joel sang, right? That was what I was thinking of. I thought Piano Man was the song that... Oh, no, you're yeah. right. Piano Man is Billy Joel. I'm getting my my old artist mixed up. Um, anywho, um, so the Fire Chiefs... Or, or the article continues, says... Uh, what do you say to a creature from outer space? Howdy, stranger, was the apt greeting from Falkville Police Chief Jeg Greenhaw. Okay, there's like um, six things in there that I need to talk about. First of all, okay. first of all, howdy, stranger. Brandon, that's that's on the level this, of you in a D&D campaign saying hail and well met. That That's very, very NPC behavior. Right? It, it's... That is that is what you say if your name is Jeg. Well, okay, that's the second thing. Jeg? <laughs> what, yeah, what? Yeah. No, I don't know if that's a nickname, but I don't know what it could be a nickname like, for what, either. What? What? I, I, I what is, I, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, jeggings. Like, gene leggings. You know, it's, it's <laughs> he brought jeggings to Falkville. <gasps> It's it's what he does. He's the jeggings. He's it's it's like Reno nine one one over there. It's actually actually for the rest of this article, think Reno nine one one because that's not far off. Oh god. Okay, uh, wait, so wait, 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 wait. I found. I apparently yeah. jeg is a name. What? Well, I was gonna say where, but we know. Uh, where. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I I'm. I think I read Canada. One second. I'm trying to record your pronunciation of Jeg. <laughs> Is it Yeg? Oh, that would be funny. Um, what the fuck? Where did it? Uh, pronunciation Oregon. Actually, Jeg in numerology is was... two. Ah, okay. Well, he's number one because he's the chief. Number one Jeg. He's the number one. Number two. Ancestry.com. Jeg. Come on. Come on. 
Ancestry.com. Come pull through for me. I want to know. Britain and <laughs> Ireland. Historically, oh, surnames okay. uh, evolved as a way to sort people into groups by occupation, place of origin, clan affiliation, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's basically useless. So, historically, his family made jeggings. Yes. Which is how he got uh, that last long, name. Long story short, okay. his family made jeggings. That's how he got the name Jeg. Um, but also Greenhaw. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Everything about this man sounds fake. Like, it sounds like... it's. It sounds like something. This whole, <laughs> this whole, this whole thing is Reno nine one one. Everything, not just this article, the whole story. So, like, put yourself in that mindset, and then it makes sense. Oh no, you're the dealing poor cat. with like. This is if it's always sunny was in the south. That's that's I, it, and then everything falls in. I line. feel like if always sunny was in the south, and like. I, 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 I can't help but feel like if Always Sunny was in the South, it would somehow be worse. Like, like, not worse as in, like, quality, but worse as in, like, Jesus fucking Christ, you monsters. And, like, it's, they're already pretty it's, it's Jesus possible. fucking Christ, you monsters on that show. But, like, I have this feeling that that would be, like, a bridge too far. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Although they had that, oh, I won't even talk about that episode. Um, so Greenhall was at home when a woman telephoned him that a spaceship was flashing or uh, with flashing lights had landed in a field west of the city. Um, in a field west also, of the city. Also, this is a town, uh, or as we call it, where you call the city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is also a town. Like when you call nine one one, it just goes to his house. Is like because he was at home when he got is it there. Real. Jesus fucking! No, you know what? Actually, he the, she probably didn't call nine one one. She probably called his number. Oh, knew, knew him. him. Oh. Like, like, let's be real. Everyone probably has everyone else's number. Like, small towns can get super yeah. fucking incestuous, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few places companies where I buy stuff from where like I don't use. I don't call the company. I call directly to the person I want to talk to because I got their number and I, I just, I can't, I hate fucking phone systems. Anyway, there'd been numerous reports of USOs in South Morgan County. So Greenhaw grabbed his camera and drove to the remote area. After several turns down a gravel road, he quote, I saw it. It was just standing there in the middle of the road. The police chief said. The police chief got his camera as the human-shaped creature walked towards him. He flashed photographs. Oh God! I was scared. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh <laughs> I remember. The, I remember parts of the story now. <laughs> oh, you know about this a little I bit know about the pictures. <laughs> okay, I was scared stiff. Greenhaw admitted the creature was covered in a tin foil type <laughs> material, uh, had a short antenna on top its head, covering. And there was no features on yes, its face. Yes, yes. Tinfoil-like. Tinfoil-like. Not, not, it's absolutely tinfoil. <laughs> oh, 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 there's, I did some detective work. Um, it moved stiffly like a robot and didn't make any sounds, Greenhaw said. The police chief decided to switch on his blue revolving flashlight uh, atop his police patrol car, and immediately the creature turned around and started running towards the road. What, what, I jumped into wait. my car and took after him. He said, "It yeah. moves stiffly like a robot, and then it just started fucking booking it." This thing is so fast; 
It's so fast. He says, I couldn't even catch up with him in a patrol what the car. Fuck? He was running faster than any human I ever saw, the police officer said. What? So this thing is... This is... Was it a... Was it God's... What's that Godzilla movie? Oh, with the, uh, uh, Godzilla uh, versus Mechagodzilla 2 from from the yes, 90s. It's this, the, the this Terminator ripoff. Yeah. Yes. That. 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 Picture of I, that. I love those. I love the Hesse era Godzilla movies because each of them kind of like has a a nod. Like there's a very major story plot point that is like a nod to some other like early '90s '80s uh, sci-fi thing, right? So if my yeah. memory is correct, um, Mega Godzilla two uh, had the 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 Terminator thing, but I think uh, Godzilla versus uh, Destroya, that one had like a um had like an alien like inspired scene. It did. I think Hesai was that the one you have way more Godzilla stuff than I do. I don't know where they went, but I think Hesai was like the one where it had almost all of them on so DVD except for like two. Hesai has I think six films. I'm gonna look this up. Um there's Return of Godzilla, uh Godzilla um, Godzilla versus Biollante. Uh, then after Godzilla versus Biollante, it's um, let's see. I think it's Mecha Godzilla. No, no, it's before that. It's uh, Space Godzilla. Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla Two. Godzilla versus um, uh, King Ghidorah. And then I think it's Destroya. So that's six, right? I think. Yes. So those movies are some of the, honestly, in my personal opinion, they're they're the, they're best, the best ones. ones. But you know, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so Greenhaw Falkville's only full time policeman, um, of course, said he received numerous telephone calls Thursday from people who said they spotted UFOs in the area about 10 p.m. Wednesday. His wife, Pamela, uh, nice job naming her, by oh, the way, um, I, left it off. I, I got that order completely fucking wrong, and I dropped Godzilla vs. Mothra. Um, it was seven films. Return of Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Biollante, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, Godzilla vs. Mothra, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, and Godzilla vs. Destroya. My problem is I switched Mogura and Mechagodzilla, because, like, Mechagodzilla comes before Mogura, uh, gotcha. and that totally flicked fucked up my entire like my entire like timeline anywho back to pamela yeah i think the only ones that i didn't have was return of godzilla and uh godzilla did I, no i had destroy so maybe you had all of them but one They're well return of godzilla still. has um, a so okay there's a hit there's a history behind behind godzilla 1985 i have a copy of the first godzilla 1985 okay but okay so yeah. basically what happened was the company so it looks like Star Maker uh Anchor Bay Entertainment owned the the rights to Godzilla 1985 and they went under and nobody knows where it basically fucking went from there. Um I was in the middle of watching this the last time. Uh anywho, so for like years they couldn't release the English release 
until eventually they were just like, fuck it, we're not going to release uh, one that has like Raymond Burr in it. We're just going to do the international release. So you can't get Godzilla 1985, the, the American cut of Godzilla, on DVD or Blu-ray because uh-huh. nobody knows who owns the fucking license. Oh, okay. So that makes sense why I don't have it. That yeah. Look at well, that. They, look at that. They did release it. Um, Kraken released it. They got a hold of the license. They released that. Uh, yeah. Son of Godzilla and Godzilla vs. Hedorah, if my memory is correct. Oh, and Godzilla vs. Sea Monster, which is my personal favorite uh, Showa era film. So. Ah, cool. All right. We do, we do, I don't know if I saw that one. Um, she wouldn't be laughing if she saw it. Uh, or sorry, uh, words. She wouldn't be laughing if she saw what I saw. Greenhouse said, okay. and below are the pictures that um, okay. were included. Okay. In the I need book to take that a he took to describe these pictures, Brandon. Let me please let me describe these pictures. Uh-huh. Okay, paint so, us a word picture. There are five pictures, right? Um, one of them I think is yeah. There's four pictures. There's four pictures because one of them is like a blown up version of it. Um, so. Top so the way that it's like kind of organized, I think is clockwise is the order that the photos were taken, but I could be wrong. Um, you start out, there's like this little little sliver of silver that you can see, right? It's roughly person shaped. It's in the center of the frame, yep. which you know it, the composition of these photos not great, not great. Just want to throw that out there. Not not taken by a not photographer. taken by a photographer. Um, Absolutely No not. rule of thirds. So, can't really tell fucking anything, right? Then the second picture zooms in just a, just a little bit, right? So, now the figure takes up the whole frame, right? Well, actually, this is probably a cropped version of it, so it's still pretty fucking far away. Um, But you can start to see, like, details of, like, an, a pair of arms, maybe some hands. Um, It's very, like, crinkly, the material, right? Um, And then... Then you get like yep. a full body shot where you can basically see it. Um, a lot of it is obscured with darkness, but like, you know, it's it's very clearly some kind of like metallic material. But then the last photo. The last photo is Yeah. Where it becomes beautiful. So it looks like it looks you remember you know those like uh those dryer hoses? It kind of looks like oh, yes. somebody put those dryer hoses on all of their limbs um, and then wrapped themselves, uh-huh. their torso, in a sheet of, of tinfoil and then put a bucket on their head. Yeah. It just looks like a guy with a bucket on yeah. his head wrapped in mylar. Like, that. That's at this point, this is what I kind of thought it, yeah, the direction like, it was going. It's... Oh, he took more than four pictures, if I'm looking at these negatives right. He did take more than four, yeah. So, so below those are negatives that were acquired by the Air, Aerial Phenomena Research Organization, um, and the photos he took. If he, ignore the left mm-hmm. side of that, and everything to the right is, uh, I believe, his photos. That's that's all. I wonder what the things on the left are. I don't recall if I touched on that or not. Um, you may notice a few things about the negatives. There are more than four photos, and a number of them contain pictures of UFOs not previously described by Greenaw. Um, Greenaw was 26 at the time of the incident. 
the only police officer full time in the area, and the woman who made the call is huh. still unknown. Uh, the field huh. where the yeah ha huh. ha. Huh. The field uh, where the craft landed was owned by a Mister Bobby Summerford. Okay. We're gonna remember that name. Uh, he claimed to he parked seventy five feet away from the being in question. Uh, one article said he didn't find anything or see a craft, and it was only only after he took a gravel uh, road uh, on his way home that he came across the metal man. Another description he gave was, it looked like his head and neck were made together. He was a real bright, something like a, a what? Like rubbing mercury on nickel, what? which I've never done. Uh, this is the 70s, Honestly. so that's that's, you know. Honestly, I guess using, using like dangerous chemicals for some fucking reason, that's that's a very 70s move, right? Like like Yeah. Using using chemicals that have an effect on your brain chemistry, or not chemicals, uh metals that have an effect on your brain chemistry is basically basically the 70s in a nutshell. This is the time period where you could buy your kid a chemistry kit. Just yeah, I mean, there was that one that had have. uranium in it too. I think that's a little earlier, but yeah, yeah, it's like so. We're operating mm-hmm. in this general time period, um, but just as smooth as glass. Uh, different angles give different lighting. When I saw him standing in the middle of the road, I immediately stopped the car and asked if he was a foreigner. Uh, but no sound uh, came out of his mouth. What? That wouldn't be my first question. What? Uh, okay. Although that <laughs> that reminds me of so the, the scene in the early uh, in the Fifth Element when the Mandashoa come come out and uh, 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 that priest sees them and he's like are are you German yeah but they're like clearly big metal um, aliens okay so I want to take a second there there's a few things I want to talk about here um yeah Arkansas uh huh right. Yes. What is his definition of foreigner? Because cuz Arkansas shares no borders with any anything other than United States, right? Like you got Missouri in the north, Louisiana in the south, uh I think Mississippi somewhere in that mix. Maybe maybe Texas a little bit, right? So like what Uh-huh. Why is are you a foreigner the first question? I don't know. Like, it's why, I, what, I don't unless you mean I don't what know. What does that achieve? Right? Like like I'm just struggling to understand why someone would ask that question in the first place. Well, it's it's a very small town and maybe he never left so I maybe guess this he's is like, what people I guess look this like is out Canadians. There. I mean, I have no evidence to to support or disclaim yeah. this. He, that's just that's just yeah. what he thought. That's <laughs> that's that's uh that's the reason for his xenophobia. <laughs> it's I mean I mean there is something to like get out there and, and meet other types of people. I mean there's there's something to it. Um, he oh. he ran in a bizarre way. So did we uh, mention? Do we mention that no sound what? came out of his mouth? Uh, asked if he was a foreigner, but no sound came out of his mouth. I I wanna. Oh yeah, no sound came out of his mouth. So he, I want to believe while this is happening, talk. the dude yeah. is like, hmm, might be Dutch. Like, <laughs> like, 
Because, like, well, I, I just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Like, why that would be? Like, my first guess would not be, oh yeah, this is somebody from a different country, right? My first guess would be, oh, some fucking yeah. teenagers are being assholes. My first guess would be, much. Dave's drunk with tinfoil again. Uh, he ran in a b- bizarre way. He seemed to have what? springs in the feet for propulsion. Uh, could cover about three meters in every way. He was running faster than any human I ever saw. Uh, the images that Greenhide snapped were collected and sent for uh, analysis oh, by Walt Andrus, a director of MUFON, the uh, mutual Mufon. UFO network. What a... What yeah. a uh, Some UFO... What a p- yeah, place to like, find people with free time. MUFON... Okay, so... So, I... I think I've mentioned this. I definitely have mentioned this on the podcast. I'm a researcher, right? I do research stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've been trained to do research stuff, yeah. right? I basically, so for, for those of you who don't know, a PhD is effectively an apprenticeship, right? Um, it's not, it's it's uh-huh. very different than normal college, right? You're You're more or less working under someone else and they teach you how they do research and then you like... Like, that's your training, right? Um, yeah. Most people don't, like, anyone can do research, but, like, you have to, I don't want to, like, gate it, but, like, you do actually have to understand how research is done to be, like, good at research, right? Um, y- yeah, so you're saying there's, like, a method in training that you you, you you kind of have to learn and follow and you can't really just like yeah, buy membership yeah. and then have pretty much, a card pretty much. That's that's that what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is is <laughs> you're not a researcher yeah. just because you say you are. Um and like also you're not a researcher yeah. just because you look up stuff on Facebook or even 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 the internet. There's a lot that goes into proper research. Like you're 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 not even busting out of the literature review part of research if you're just doing like reading other stuff so like that's a whole thing like i would never cl- i don't claim or i would never say i'm a researcher you Honestly, know i look at a lot of stuff you'd, you'd for be this. closer to a journalist a and even then like like because because that's that i is wouldn't even claim that set of skills right yeah, it's a, it, there's a whole lot of its own set of stuff that, yeah. I try to dig for, like, yeah. original articles and, like, scan copies and first-hand accounts, but I, I also want to take a moment to be any um, because things. you didn't, you didn't um, say this joke, uh-huh. and it's a pretty fucking good joke. Um, uh-huh. So, so uh, okay. Brandon here, he has the, he ran in a bizarre way sentence, and then in purple, purple letters and parentheses, he has spring-heeled brack, and that might be... My single favorite <laughs> sentence I have seen in a month, at least. Because I fucking love The Brack Show. And for those of you who don't know what The Brack Show so is, good. The Brack Show was from an era of Cartoon Network where they, or Adult Swim, where they didn't have any money. So all the stuff that they used was just like recycled animation from Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So they recycled the villains from Space Ghost. Um, Brack, uh, 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 what's the name of, why can't I remember his name? 
I can't remember. Yes. I love Space Ghost Coast to Coast, too. But it's, Fantastic it's a phenomenal show. The father is one of the funniest, like, single funniest characters, uh, 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 like, ever. The, like, like, his, it's just such yeah. a funny fucking show, <laughs> right? Um, if you, if you can, if you have never seen it, Please watch it. It's I, I honestly though I I am not sure how, like if it has any like problematic stuff. Zorak, that was the name. Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, yep, Zorak. It's such a it's such a wonderful show in my memory. I have no idea if it holds up like whatsoever. <laughs> Same. I loved it. I have no idea, and I've not gone back and watched any of it. Um, great, great show. Um, some ufologists believe that the Metal Man was a robot robotic scout for an extraterrestrial landing craft. Mufon okay. concluded that this okay. was a hoax. Um, here's what information I was able to get from a write-up uh, information coming from... So, I want to take a second. at Falkville. If Aftermath, Mufon calls you a yeah. hoax, you're a fucking hoax. Oh yeah! If like, they rule it out, it's ruled out. Like yeah. they, they Mufon wants to believe everything. They're like, they're ready. Like, they're ready to believe anything is a UFO. But if Mufon says no, this isn't a UFO. This is a fucking hoax. You, you have fucked up in your hoaxing. Oh, very hard. Um, and a photo anal photo analysis articles. By Coleman von Kvetsky, uh, from Official UFO Magazine, Volume 1, Number 2, August 1975. Excerpts from articles in UFO Magazine 1, uh, Number 4, uh, November 1975, and 2, 1973 Alabama newspaper articles about This appeared in the fourth issue of Official UFO Magazine, because that's what that means. <laughs> Volume one, issue number four. This is yeah. the fourth, like, total paper of this, like, 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 issue of this, this, this magazine that maybe still exists, probably doesn't. That yeah, maybe I did, actually I don't know if that still exists. Um, and the the newspaper articles were from uh, Coleman Van Kvetsky, uh, director of the Intercontinental UFO Galactic Spacecraft Research and Analytic Network, or ICUFON, ICUFON. Uh, uh, um, huh. I, and I, I'm going to omit all information that we already covered because they did, you know, uh, we, we got some of it already. I, I'm um, just... Time and location. Yeah. I, I that, that, that name, that name. What the fuck? No, no. Coleman International Von UFO <laughs> Galactic oh. Spacecraft Research and Analytic Network. Why? Also, also, yeah. I want to point out I, so uh, their acronym is bad. Icufon. Like okay, oh, yeah, so there's intercontinental. No a. So I see UFO network. Okay, intercontinental uh, UFO network. That's what their acronym uh, is. Yeah, they left out galactic spacecraft yeah, research. They, they left out all of that part network. in their 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 oh, fucking I fucking UFO people, fucking UFO yeah, people. It's, it's it it gets worse. 
Uh, October 17, 1973, between 10.30 and 11 p.m. local time, west of Folkville, uh, Morgan County, state of Alabama, USA, four Polaroid photographs, again, there's more than four, of a human-like creature were unidentifiable as earthly origin. Um, wanted subject has never been found since by state Um, uh, and country police stations. Polaroids, correct me if I'm wrong. Polaroids don't fucking have negatives. Yeah, they're on like, rolls of film. Did, was was Polaroid um, making a non-instant so camera at this time? Polaroid, they may have been, or it may have been a... Um, I don't know what the word is for this, but when like, uh, people it's say a, Kleenex it's a generic instead of tissue or whatever. Coke instead of soda. Yeah. It may have been something similar to that. Um, it, this is interesting because the the time of night when weather reports show the night sky, mm-hmm. it was clear and the moon was so bright. it should have been very um, easy to see anything. Uh, camera was, yeah, and the camera was a Polaroid color pack number two, size one hundred seven, black and white, color one hundred eight. Uh, copy negatives of the original photographs, uh, reports, correspondence, and documentation are filed at I'm curious what D-U-I-S-T stands for, because, like, that's probably... There's probably a fuck, like, a fucking lot of words that are admitted in there. I could buy one for 12 bucks, one of those cameras. I'm sure it's wild. So... From their I do want to take a Bruna, second. Um, uh, I'm looking at a picture of yep. of a, a uh, color pack two. Um, it is not an instant camera. Yes. So there is there is, yeah. Is okay. So I they think. have rolls of negatives. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. That's good. I'm actually very happy they gave the model information of the camera, um, in that. Uh, so from the interview, I had heard of previous reports of USO, UFOs from state and con- oh, county wait, uh, patrol no. units. I had no. been laughing at the matter. It is an instant. This cause this, yeah. this, okay, this is the develop. Uh, hold handle, let camera hang, don't hold camera body. Pull white tab all the way out of camera, yellow tab pops out. Pull yellow tab all the way out of camera. Pull straight, medium, fast without stopping, begin timing development. Wait for the full time given the instructions. Separate picture from yellow tab. Put into wastebasket. Please put into waste tab into wastebasket. So there, it is an instant camera. So then, what the fuck? What the okay. fuck? Where the fuck did they have negatives? Those are the pictures. I don't. I, it's this. This camera is literally just a box. I want to point out. Unless he. Unless he just provided a different camera that he had, I cameras don't know. cameras are um, old cameras are wild because they're literally just since boxes. Hurt, yeah. Oh yeah, well that's what the Instagram uh uh uh, uh thing is. What well, yeah, just old time camera. I'm I'm more talking about the fact that like like it's just like a lens and then a box because it's doing like pinhole projection or whatever. It's projecting the light. Yeah, it's just wild to me that that's just how they work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the advancement between old shit, really old shit, and that shit is like, they moved the chemical process inside the box. 
Like, like there's advancements <laughs> in the, the development of the image itself, um, which is wild. Um, since I hadn't heard of UFOs, I had been carrying a Polaroid on, uh, with me. I don't know what I read upon or see uh, that would be of interest to me in my work. Here's a photo of 23 or 24 year old Greenoff seven months after the incident. Uh, the scene showing his relative position to the I'm creature. assuming it's like the uh, black different X newspapers the, report him where the uh, as was. 23 or 26 at the time. This dude. This dude looks old, yeah. like a like yeah. a, a also, old twenty six. Like it looks like he's he's got he's lived some some time. Like he he doesn't. I was just about to say. Yeah, he, does he not looks look like 26. he had a rough twenty six going on fifty three. Yeah, and uh, he appears to be about yeah, fifteen feet away he's rather like, than seventy five feet away. Um, yeah, which makes sense given how the images look. Um, and he said, after a half mile chase, the creature disappeared here on the road, um, without having it's said funny which that direction he points the creature actually went. Uh, Greenhawk. He's like, ah, yeah, no, fucking... like he's literally pointing both directions and it's like, you, yeah. you were there and took pictures. Did it go which way? Uh, Greenhawk so called the incident into the newspaper at 1130 you know PM. This is a bullshit story. Uh, Cause the event happened at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like an hour later, he's on the on the horn with the newspaper. Questionable. Yeah. Uh, there were also a series of incidents that occurred following the encounter. Um, number one was around October nineteenth, nineteen seventy three. A campaign of harassment was launched against Greenaw with threatening phone calls and hate letters of accusing him of being a mental case, idiot, crackpot, faker, devil, and so on. In October twenty first, two days later, his car's engine blew up. Uh, on October 24th, the harassment having completely disrupted his whole family, his wife left home and forced him, uh, uh, to consent to divorce on October 29th. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. So all of this within I, seven I, days. I suspect there was a lot more going not, on for her to have gotten fed up with his of, shit. Like, the things happening. Yeah. Or, or she knew that he was UFOs. lying. Right? Yeah. And he was like, she was like, yeah. I'm fucking done with your shit. You're responsible for all of, all of the, the <laughs> dumb shit that's happening uh, to us right now. You are 100% responsible. Get, I'm leaving. Fucking fuck you. Yeah. Number four on October 9th, his what? trailer home burned down and was totally demolished. And there's an image of him standing in oh, front no. of the burnt out husk of his trailer. And uh, action number five, on November 14th, a final reminder, his obituary was placed on his car's windshield, which... Man, uh, that's uh, fucking small aggressive. town folks go hard. Yep. Um, and lastly, number six, on November 15th, the town council called in Greenaw Ooh. and forced him to resign. The town council, of course, denied that his resignation had anything to do with the series of incidents that Greenob was involved with. I honestly or the pictures would taken not be surprised if he was not, like, doing other shit that was bad. Like. That, yeah. Like. I, that, oof, like there's a lot that happened. I, I, this, this, this seems like a disproportionate response to saying I saw a UFO, right? Like. I know that UFO people, there's some yeah. UFO people who be like, no, this happens all the time. But, like, realistically speaking, like, it's usually not, like, this aggressive, right? Like, this is a super aggressive response. Yeah. 
So, like, I don't know. This one feels a little bit like dude dude was doing bad shit beforehand or was, like, not liked beforehand. And then this was just, like, the straw that broke the camel's back for him, for them. Oh, very much so. Um, uh, so here's what I was able to find doing some research online and using some people's names uh, from articles as keywords. Uh, the incident was only six days after a much more hey, popular UFO encounter in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Um, this leads me to believe that if this was a hoax, it would have been the only full-time officer uh, trying to cash in on the trend. So, like, yeah. I, I think he might have heard about that and tried to, like... So, know, I want to I wanna point out that, that um, stuff. our um, episode on the Pascagoula alien abduction, yeah. which was the Elephant Men, that is episode 60 of this podcast. 62 yes. of this podcast. If you want to know more. If you... If, Go check it out. I, I just... I See, I, we keep a spreadsheet for a reason. <laughs> oh. Oh, you go... <laughs> okay, that works, too. Um, the creature in question... There's a striking resemblance oh, God. to an asbestos fire suit. And I've got some images down below. So, that seems strikingly similar, huh? Like. <laughs> but where, where, John, would a lone officer get one suit that looks identical to the images from before? Surely, if he had borrowed one from the fire department, someone might say something. But that's when I came upon Bobby Summerford's obituary. Bobby yep. was the owner of the field that the spaceman was seen in. And Bobby was also the owner of Summerford General Mercantile. It's, it's possible that hearing about the Pascagoula incident, Police Chief Bobby contacted the owner of Summerford Mercantile to acquire an asbestos fire suit and took some grainy photos in his field, trying to cash in on some media hype. Uh, yeah. I strongly like, suspect that's what happened. Well, because um, also he runs the General Mercantile, right? So, <laughs> historically speaking, these types of things in, like, the 60s yeah. and 70s led to booms in towns of, like, people visiting. So, there is a motivation there for him yeah. to uh, do this because he wants people to show up and, like, look into it. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I don't even remember this. Okay. So, this is something, I wrote this so long ago. I wrote, oop, writing this live. I found by a post on someone who lives in Falkville that did some asking around. Um, and they wrote, I work in Falkville. I lived there on my own for a year and went to school there from 2004 to 2007. And this is the, literally the first time I've ever heard of this. Looks like I'm going to ask around work and see if any of the older guys know anything about it. Then they, they posted an update. I asked around at work and only two people knew what I was talking about. First guy's old enough to have remembered seeing it in the newspaper. The second guy gave me a pretty interesting answer. He says he knows the guy who had the suit on. He wouldn't tell me who it was because the guy told him to wait until he died first because uh, the mentioned police chief, uh, Jeff Greenhaw, ruined his own life over it uh, because it, was, uh, it got to him so bad. So all in all, it was a prank that actually ended up costing oh, someone God. their life insanity. Uh, and then they say, okay, for those who wanted to know, I updated my first comment, but now I will further update it. Turns out another guy at work knows the guy who wore the suit too. It was a guy <laughs> named Ricky Joe Smith or Schmidt. 
Um, Ricky Joe didn't is have such time a, to get such the actual a, like middle name. of nowhere name. Once he's so it was we got a picture of Ricky Joe Smith in a, a festive uh, uh, fire suit. Uh, once he started talking about it, that guy, almost everyone I asked immediately knew who he was talking about. So the legend of the metal man has been debunked. And the comment was from user Valkyrie Valor. Oh, um, no. <laughs> someone else wrote, this is correct. My family has lived here for generations. That's the story. Ricky Joe Smith <laughs> used to be the fire chief in Hartsville. So it was the fire chief. Ricky Joe in his own asbestos spacesuit being photographed by You know what the uh, real uh, uh, you know what the uh, real paranormal uh, event was? Oh. The police and the fire department getting along, am What's I right? That? <laughs> hey uh and Hartzell is, is is five miles Jesus away from fucking uh, Falkville. So they they would have been very close and probably knew each other and hung out at the same bar. Uh, so there we have it. Coincidental information would suggest that Police Chief Greenall took photos of Fire Chief Ricky Joe Smith in Bobby Summerford's field uh, six days later, or uh, sorry, six days after a UFO sighting in Mississippi. <laughs> oh my god, it's so, it's so, oh, like... I love it. It's so dumb. It reminds me of Glass Onion, right? Where it's like, um, have you seen Glass Onion yet? Oh, you have to see it. Knives Out Glass Onion. It's really I have not. Good. I'm not going to say anything more then. Is it good? But like, there's a scene where uh, Daniel Craig is just like, it's stupid. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this plot. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's it's it's, it's so also good. getting to the point. It's it also stupid. gets to the point that, um, like, in a small town, everyone knows when you're being a dumbass. Like, like everyone knows who's who's being a dumbass and what they're doing. Right? There's there's no like you you don't yeah you're oh, not yeah. able to hide the fact that you're an idiot in a small town. Everyone knows you're an idiot. Everyone knows, and everyone. It's so funny because everyone knew everybody that was involved with this. It, 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 uh. And clearly, Greenhouse's uh, 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 wife had some I other mean, issues also, with their like, uh, relationship. It, even in, even where we went to school, it wasn't as small as this town. But like, everyone knew fucking everyone at our school, and it wasn't even. It was like, <laughs> it was like a oh, yeah. bigger place. Yeah, everyone knew everyone. Like, there were no secrets because everybody. It, it was. Not even. How, what was our was class? Two like hundred people. Yeah, like it's and even with that, like ugh. Everyone, it, everyone knew who who shoved small. vegetables up inside themselves, or you know, uh huh, or or did what in what room? Actually, if I recall correctly, our class was the largest class our high school had ever uh, seen, and it was only also, like hundred and forty people. Uh, had a bunch of people who fe- who like didn't advance. Right? Like, I remember one time I was talking to somebody yeah. who was younger than us. Super seniors. Uh, yeah, super seniors. I was talking to someone who was younger than us, and they were like, our our grade has to be, like, the dumbest. And then they named a few people. I'm like, y- you do realize that, like, those people that you just named are from our grade. They just got held back. Right? Yeah. 
<laughs> like there's uh yeah there's uh there well we had oh, I don't recall the individual's name who did this but we had someone who like we we played frisbee at school and in wall ball and stuff would go up on the roof mm-hmm. and someone jumped off the roof and broke both their ankles we also had someone who shot their own eye out because they took a shotgun shell and put it on a uh, a vice like a vice grip a bench mount one and hit oh, it with I a hammer I don't remember that I don't remember that We had another person who went inside of a not a treehouse, but like a fort built out of wood that was on the ground and lit it on fire, but it wasn't going fast enough. So they, they burnt their entire body because they went inside and started spraying lighter fluid and it traveled up the stream. So uh, they got covered in burns with that. What? We had, we had, we had a lot of, uh, uh, ill-advised. Um, I played shovel pogo. I mean, like there was a lot of like shovel. Uh, oh, wait. Shovel Pogo was on the, the concrete, wasn't it? Yeah, Shovel Pogo yeah, is when you go yeah. to a hardware store that has a lifetime warranty on their shovels, and then you jump on it like a pogo stick on concrete to cause the blade to fold a little bit and then snap back, and whoever does that the most wins. There was the ladder <laughs> game where you just stand a ladder up, not leaning against anything, and whoever can climb it the highest before it falls over wins that game. There was a lot of, like, like, like rural shenanigans what we're trying to say is when people people don't have access to certain things, they do dumb shit. Yeah, you make your own fun, and half the time it's dangerous and dumb. My my, I was just I was just like a relentless video game player. Like that was it. That was all I did. There's also lots of video games. Lots yeah. and lots of video games. Do you like cheese, motherfucker? Video games. Do you like cheese, motherfucker? Metabolic. Do you? Oh, metabolic. rip metabolic. He's still alive, probably, but probably metabolic. he was younger than us. Yeah. Um. God, that was a that was a fucking fever dream. Those years. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Xbox Live, Halo Two, Xbox Live is a time period. Is like a period of time that will never get back it's just gone right it is there's, there's nothing that could ever even remotely be quite like that right because like there's so much more interconnectedness now in everything oh yeah so like like at, uh, that time period you had aim oh yeah and halo and, and xbox live and if you had xbox live you better have the same game because that was it. That was everything, right? Yeah. That was the only way to hang out with people when you weren't, like, there. And AIM, because this is a thing that we probably have to explain, is AOL Instant Message. Yeah, that's probably true. And I don't like the fact we have to explain that. <laughs> I'm, I gotta say, I'm so glad that my AOL, I, like, my AOL account from that time period, I, I can't access it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> because, and then I had Pigeon, and if I recall correctly, Pigeon was an an instant messaging service, so you could DM your friends, but it could go across multiple different, so you could have a friend that had AIM and a friend that had something else, like and still talk to hotmail, them. Hotmail, hotmail, like yeah. instant messenger or whatever, yeah, because that was also a thing. <laughs> Um, I, I, well, I think if my memory is correct, it was called pigeon because of like the, the language. Oh, I Um, thought it was pigeon like messenger pigeon. If the language went into that, then that's a perfect name because those two things coincide nicely. 
uh more than 78 million i think it was like a combination of like pigeon and pigeon right like i think it was a double because it was spelt pigeon like the language yeah right i don't um, know use that after a while but what i was trying to say in regards to like my old aim my old aol account i'm i'm so glad so fucking glad that I don't have access to that because the the things that I the messages oh, shit. that the I things wrote that I sent and received from that time Lord. period I never 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 in a million years want to see it again. No, no, I, I'm glad there, that portion is gone forever. There, there were some apparently Mike, uh, our our one mutual friend, whose name I said but don't uh, you don't know his last name so whatever. Um, he has access to his old aim logs. Um, I don't know, but like he told me that it was some of the worst, like cringiest shit he's ever read. <laughs> That's fair. Jesus. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So yeah, um you know what? I actually feel bad for for like kids nowadays and like teens nowadays because it's it's so much easier to keep a record of everything every stupid thing that you're doing than it was when we were younger and like it was starting to get easy to keep a record of the stupid shit you were doing right because like junior junior year i want to say facebook became a thing for us roughly Right, it was either junior or about sophomore, that, yeah. and like before that, it was it was MySpace. The, the MySpace transition, but, like, but MySpace was like really just literally a a page, right? Like there wasn't much. It it, it it was it was less like sharing content and more like this is shit that I like. Like I mean, I had a fucking bunch of Naruto pictures on my MySpace. The the thing that I loved about MySpace is like. With Facebook, you don't have to learn HTML. You, to be and fair, that was like half the fun of MySpace. To be fair, you didn't have to learn HTML for MySpace, but like, if you wanted a MySpace that was like actually good, you <coughs> did. Yeah, if you wanted to make it the most rad, which meant everyone hates it except you, mm-hmm. you had to know HTML. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's basically the. Also, I vaguely remember people like had. When when it came to to MySpace, if my memory is correct, I could be wrong. Um, if if somebody was fucking with your MySpace, right? Uh, they they could do way more shit to you than if they were fucking with like any of your other social media. Um, I, oh, yeah. I, I vaguely oh, remember that news. happening. Yeah. The the good news is because it, I forget why at some point I wanted to see what old I was, I wanted to see my old MySpace just to see like oh the purge oh you know, see what I had done at the time it's uh, it's been purged it's gone mm-hmm. it's gone it's gone it's gone and it, that's a good thing yep you know what else you know what's actually bad about that though there's a fuck ton of music now that's that? just lost media because of that oh that's true because like MySpace yeah, had so all much the, uh, shit. high yeah. school bands yeah. So like all uploaded to MySpace. Yeah, there's like a fuck ton of lost media now because of that. So yeah. Yeah. Anywho, that this has just been anyway, this has ha- been us being Happy St. Patrick's Yeah, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Old? Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <sighs> Woo. What is what are what are what are like 
what are we what are we doing here? We we St. Patrick's Day facts. Uh, there were no snakes snakes to begin with. Those are he yeah. they killed all the pagans. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, listen to IRA songs because it's like folk music that goes hard and it's very like funny. God damn it. Um, I posted one to the Discord of like a grandmother. There's just a folk song about a grandma whacking an English soldier with a garbage can, and that's the whole song, and it's great. That sounds very Irish. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> All right, and everyone, of course, will be a um, everyone in America who is white will be an Irish American on Friday. Remember that. Remember that you get one day. You get one. Yeah, yeah. After that, <laughs> stop. I'll give you that one day, but after that, fucking stop. You get one day to claim an entire culture and heritage to be your mm-hmm. own. That has a very long and distraught history, and that's not weird. Irish history is like it, it's it's <laughs> so okay. Irish history is weird because like for a very long time, uh, like before like colorism was a thing, Irish people weren't considered white, which is <laughs> yeah, Irish people weren't considered right and white, and then like oh, and they're dancing that 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 that, that that's the. Oh. So the da- the dance isn't a fun dance. It's because they were being forced to dance for the crown. And they're like, well, fuck you. We're not going to dance. We'll just wiggle our feet to, like, technically dance. And that's why there's that dance where, like, they don't move the upper part of their body at all. Is kind of like a, like a fuck you to the crown. Jesus Christ. Also, uh... <laughs> there's a lot of stuff you can look into regarding the Catholic Church in Ireland. Um... I'll just leave that on the table. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> Hasbro in Ireland. Look that up. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, Have God. fun with that. Um, that can live. That lives in the actually cursed channel. Yeah. That that is. What was it's it? Actually uh, cursed. I think it was unwed mothers. No, children. I think it was child labor that they used to make uh, like mousetrap. Like assemble mousetrap board games, if my memory is correct. So yeah, have fun. Yeah. Um. Anywho, this has been Cryptopedia. The uh, website is cryptopediacast.com. Our Instagram is at cryptopediacast. So is our Twitter. If you want to email us, cryptopediacast at gmail.com or us at cryptopediacast.com. We have a YouTube at Cryptopedia, uh, which has machine transcription, if that's your thing. Um. We also have a Patreon. And Brandon, will you give our jackalopes a thank you? Indeed, they... Did I not include the jackalopes on this? They're here. Oh, I have to scroll up. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so thank you to our jackalopes. Clay Sinclair, Marty Von Party, Bird Schneider, Lenwood Sharp, Matthew Smith, Bushcraft Kelso, and Will Smith. Okay. Um, We have a Discord. That's where we do stuff now. If you have any monster requests or stories, probably post it there. Because, like, that's that's where we do stuff. Um, That's where we live. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to rate, subscribe, all that stuff. You could find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My uh, email is brendan at cryptopediacast.com. And my Twitter is at cryptobrandon. I'm on Instagram at mu2057. My Twitter is at jfdunham. My website is johndunhamgames.com. And my email is john at cryptopediacast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at Thomas Michael Hill. 
His website is greatergloryco.com, and his email is tommikehill at gmail.com. I, I, I want to take a second, Brandon, because you said Jeg, yeah. right? Yeah. So I just scrolled to the bottom of this this thing. And you misspelled uh, you know Jeff as Jag, because it was Jeff. <laughs> F and G are right there on the uh, right there on the keyboard. <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. His name is Jeff. His name's not Jag. We spent like five minutes making jag jokes. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> oh god. Anywho. I'm John. I'm Brandon. And things are going to get jag. Hey, Edit Bay Brandon here. So with our tech issue, we lost sync. Um, so we killed our video. Um, but that means we also lost our video, so we couldn't pick up on physical cues. And we still had some more audio drifting, tech issues, etc. Uh, what that all means is that um, I went in, I did some realignment and, and cutting in that. But um, if we spoke over each other a little bit more than normal, that's what that is. Um, sorry. We love you. Mwah. Cue the second tone. Cue the second tone.